0: everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of vagina slims for those who are new around here my name is Lauren rose and i run this thing every two weeks on a friday so thanks for coming on back we're here um and these most recent episodes and i'm gonna do a few after this um are halloween themed episodes because what else do we have to look forward to, even though, you know, it's canceled? Um, yeah, <laughs> so we're going to be playing some darker music. I'm excited for this episode. Um, we're playing more dancey or electronic music, um, but it's still dark. And then I've really tried to curate movies and TV shows that I've watched um, just to, you know, give that halloween energy that is needed in the world um but yeah um life is good life is life at this point as of today donald trump has the coronavirus so um god works in mysterious ways and (laughs) yeah um But yeah, we're just chugging along here. So I'm going to start us off with a song by a band that I really, really love. They're called La Femme. Um, And yeah, this is Pack Shot. Enjoy.
1: Tu en prends possession
0: Welcome back. That was La Femme with Pac Shot. Such an amazing song. And I totally recommend that full album for any time of the year, but Halloween especially. Um, I think the title is Psycho Tropical Berlin. One of my favorites, for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. So we're going to start Hot Topics, <laughs> which I just started today. Um but yeah. Guys, I saw the craft trailer. I saw it. We all saw it and um you know, we just got to let things live and be and <laughs> I don't know. I got a question um let's see from Edith Crystal asking if I was going to watch the movie and Before I get into any of this, for those who don't know, there's a movie from the late 90s called The Craft, which is a teen witch movie, high school girls. It's really awesome, actually. One of my favorites that I saw growing up. And, of course, they did a sequel, and it kind of gives you, like, freeform vibes, if you catch my drift, CW vibes. Uh, It cannot be throwing this shade anyways um so it looks bad right but at the same time like throughout all of my <laughs> my life and my journeys and just meeting people who have worked on film and stuff like yeah they're gonna be flops and there's no use in just giving it your energy and a lot of people probably put a lot of work into the film and <clears throat> i mean maybe it is like a selfish money grab like i watched um Rachel true. Uh, she had like an Instagram live and I love her so much. And she was just kind of throwing shade at the movie. Cause of course they never reach out to her for anything. Um, it's a mess, but come on, like nothing's better than the original. And I think it can work if people respect the original enough to retell it in a way, but it's not it. It's not it. Uh, but one movie that does look good is the remake of the witches which is an amazing movie and book that i grew up watching and loved angelica houston let's pay our respects um she's not dead (laughs) let's just respect her um but yeah so hbo max doesn't call it now hbo max is doing original films now which is awesome i mean they just did this launch with their new streaming service and i guess like guillermo guillermo del toro co-wrote this uh screenplay for the film and yeah it's a remake of the witches which is an amazing film and it has like stanley tucci in it and so many people um and you know what I'm not mad it looks like a great time fun for the kids and I feel like if you respect the original film enough like it can be done the craft probably a flop you know the witches might be a flop might be a good time you know so I'm just I'm kind of excited for that I think it comes out on Halloween which is a great you know marketing move um, but, yeah, and then I also watched Ratchet, which you know, is a Ryan Murphy production, and the production design is phenomenal, and the costumes too, like are really great. So it was just a really flavorful watch, um, and has all the Ryan Murphy attributes, you know, so uh, yeah, um, what else? I've been watching Buffy of course just rewatching um there's a really great Instagram uh kind of documenting outfits on Buffy the, the Vampire Slayer TV show so I'll leave that down below if you're interested but I just thought I'd mention that I found it recently and I'm like oh this this is great um but in terms of films I mean I've been leaning towards more like noir or like 60s kind of eerie films i mean i don't love gore <laughs> i don't love gore but there's something about like an understated like creepiness that i love so i watched carnival of souls um from 1962 which is about a young woman who survived a car accident with all of her friends off a bridge and um she's an organ player, you know, it's creepy, it's got organ music, there's a carnival, there's dead people, like, it's a great time, and it's actually filmed in Salt Lake City, or sorry, in Utah, um, but if you're familiar with the area, there's a place called, I think it's called the Great Saltaire, maybe I'm chirping on that, um, oh, the Saltaire Pavilion, and, It's west of Salt Lake City, and I guess I'm quoting this from somewhere. This was originally built in 1893 as a respectable, this Mormon country, Western alternative to the temptations of Atlantic City. Um, It was rebuilt after a disastrous fire in 1925, and without much success, finally close in 1958. So it's a real structure. If you've been to Salt Lake City, uh, you know now that they've turned it into a concert venue. But it was really cool to see it on film. And I don't know, I've always, I've, I've had this thing about carnivals. Like I had this one pivotal nightmare in my life where like, there's a traveling carnival slash circus that was in my town, and it would just, it would literally travel. Like one night it'd be in one location, then it would hop to the next. And I wanted to see it, but also I was scared. And uh, I have <laughs> some like audio recording of me explaining the dream because I was just so uh, moved by it, or whatever. But it's on like some old ass macbook but um yeah so i'm trying to stick with the carnival movies right so then i watched um the lady from shanghai with orson wells and rita hayworth who was gorgeous you know we love her and that's 1948 and i think they film in mexico and san francisco for sure and It was a good time. It's a great film noir if you've never seen it. Um, They film, there's like a scene of her lying on a rock in Morro Bay in California. Um, And then some cool San Francisco shots as well. But at the end of that film, there's also this crazy shootout in a mirror maze and um you guys know I will post videos on my V Slim's Instagram if you want to kind of see with your eyes what I'm talking about. But uh yeah, lots of carnival stuff I'm realizing. And then another movie that I saw, um, I had a question. Let me let me check. matica said, last film you watched and how you would rate it out of ten. Um, so I watched this film called Return to Horror High. It was made in 1987. And it's like such a B movie. It's like a C movie. (laughs) Um, but it's about, you know, there's a massacre at a high school and then, then this movie crew goes back to film this feature about it, right? And then the killer picks, you know, the crew off or the actors or whatever. And it's, it's like risque, right? There's lots of boobs. There's, you know, some sketchy, you know, tempted rape scenes. Um, it's just so 80s. And it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek, but it's also still gross. However, however, the first 10 minutes has a really hot George Clooney in it. Um, he has a mullet. He has probably an earring. And he is just... He's so cute. So if I were to rate that movie, four out of 10. However, Marsha Brady wasn't it. And everyone's, it's a camping movie, you know, it's got a lot of blood and whatever. But um, four out of 10, just because do I need to see it? No. Does George Clooney look great? Yes. So um, <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of what I've been watching every watch succession and stuff because that's kind of fitting for the times. But um, yeah, if you guys have Halloween movie recommendations, please let me know um, just because, you know, we have two more episodes before Halloween. So I really want to bang it out. Um, so yeah. So the next couple songs actually were recommended to me. Um, or played for my friend, Um, but this is The Raven by The Stranglers. It's really awesome, and yeah, let's listen. All right, welcome back. That was the Stranglers with the Raven, super dope song. And shout out to my friend for helping me pick out a few of these. Um, all right. So before we end this episode, I'm gonna take a few questions. For those who do not know the drill, basically, on my V Slim's Instagram and on my personal one, um, I make a story where you can submit a question or comment for the show and i just pick them at random and answer so that's what we're gonna do um your secret muse says what are your thoughts on lana's poetry book for those who are kind of unaware uh that's lana del rey's i don't know why i have i have to laugh um when I say her name, you guys know I've really loved Lana and her work um, throughout the years. And obviously, in more recent times, it's been a bit contentious, um, kind of stepping around her narrative. And I don't know, it's it's a mess, in short. However, the poetry book was stunning. I really actually loved the music that was playing in the audiobook version um and I think it's really important to hear it in her words and yeah it's it's conflicting now because I just don't know how to relate anymore um to some of the things that she says or does however that poetry book seemed very much like her very Sylvia Plath you know in her own world uh kind of mentality but yeah I had I had a day where I played it you know all the way through and had a bit of a cry and I'm like okay I needed this um so we'll see about you know the new album if that drops whenever but it's an interesting trajectory you know and we're all here waiting so uh yeah but it was stunning I mean anyone who knows music you know she's She's a poet, and um, she knows her way around words, and that's something that you can't take away from her. Um, okay. Yes, Mina says I really want to do a birds-inspired Halloween costume, but I'm scared no one will get it. Do it, do it. Everyone's seen the birds, right? Like everyone's seen that. Um, I love. I've seen some costumes of people who do like pros on their shoulders and stuff. It's iconic. So do it. Send a pic. Do it. Um. Okay, I'll probably do one more. I'm feeling it. Uh, Lee Bowman says. Oh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a combo. Good melancholy fall movies. I think someone Caitlin. Caitlin Tiff R., it says 80s slash 90s autumnal fil- film film I'm kind of combining these two. I hope you guys don't mind. Um, film racks. Okay. Well, this one isn't 80s or 90s. However, there's a really great film by Douglas Sirk called All That Heaven Allows. Um, it's fantastic. It's like a it's a love story, but if you haven't seen Douglas Sirk's work, it's just so technicolor and lush and just beautiful. And um, I'm totally blanking on the names right now. It really kills me. Um, Rock Hudson, isn't it for sure? But it's like a fall to winter transition, and that's like my number one, you know, fall film from that era. But something that's kind of underrated. It's kind of silly, I guess, but um, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown from 1966. I mean, that's a great, great film. And I remember there's like a scene at the end where it's maybe like after trick-or-treating or something. Like, do you know that time when like, you know, everyone's out on Halloween, trick-or-treating and then there, there's a moment in the night where the trick-or-treating stops And it's just quiet outside, but there's also kind of some movement and it's eerie still, but also it's like that deflated nature of like, oh, you know, the day's done. So there's there's a scene in that cartoon, I swear to God, that like shows that energy. It's like outside of a house or something. So I need to rewatch it, but I recommend it nonetheless. Um, But a 90s film that I do love it's iconic it's the Tim Burton um Sleepy Hollow film with Christina Ricci and you know Johnny Depp and that was the first film that I like I just fell in love with and I wanted to learn everything about how they made it and um you know costumes you know we love that corset you know titties uh, <laughs> up costumes okay Oh God, yeah. I'm just gonna end it there. I can't, <laughs> can't do anything, um, past that. But yeah. Also, guys, I'm thinking about doing just a strictly music episode for Halloween. Um, my friend has some really great music taste, and we're probably gonna do like I don't know, maybe like an '80s dark dance or, or rock or it's so just some sort of curated playlist. So if you're interested in that, you know, there'll be no talking, but probably like an hour-long episode that'll throw up. Um, you know, let me know if that's interesting to you. But that's kind of what, I, you know, I'm envisioning. All right. So last song we're going to play is called First Light. It's by Django Django and it's the ghost culture remix um it's a really good song it puts you in a trance so thanks for listening guys be back in a couple weeks send me your recommendations and uh hit me up on that vslim's instagram so we can chat and share clips and whatnot so thanks and uh be safe guys talk soon bye